I'm Michael. And I'm Caroline. And this is Sympathy for the Clueless. A podcast where those who know nothing have the freedom to act like they know everything. So when you don't know what you need, get, get a clue. clue. Check one, two. Check one, two. Hello. No need to adjust your headset or car play. Uh, hookers, whores, and floozies alike, welcome to the isolated files, the isolated episodes. <laughs> um, I am at an undisclosed location, <laughs> and Caroline is still in California. Um, and instead of trying to smudge our way through the Zuckerberg verse of Zoom and any other digital tomfoolery, um. We were thinking it could be fun to try out some, um, I don't know, new, or we wanted to play with form, we wanted to play with format, we wanted to um, disintegrate the barriers we have built around ourselves and to try something else. So this is going to be, um, I think before I said the Isolated Files, episode one, where if uh, Caroline and I are not in the same location, um, to do an in-person record, we would try and do something stupid, silly, check-in. Um, some would say redacted, 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 um, which if you are a hacker can uh, look beyond that and know that I just said synced up, glued in. Um, so for this first foray into the isolated files, as a little homage to the... Uh, family dinner classic uh, prompt of highs and lows, uh, Caroline and I have to share one thing that we have sympathy for <laughs> this this week, and then one thing we found ourselves clueless about, uh, um, and I'm so excited to hear what she has to say. See, this is fun for us, too, because now I don't know what the hell my co-host is talking about on the other side of this goddamn uh, intrastate recording that we are doing, not synchronous. Um, so this is exciting for all of us, not only the eavesdroppers, dogs, and other uh, organisms listening on the other side of this, but for the goddamn hosts themselves. And sometimes we need a little treat as well. Uh, one thing that I have had sympathy for this week, um, <clears throat> spoiler alert, but not really, because if <laughs> If you're like my ass and late to the GOT, uh, famously the acronym for Game of Thrones, uh, this shit has been around for a while. Um, all I gotta say is I have sympathy for the Stark family. Uh, for those of you who know, you know. And for those of you who don't know, um, follow in my humble footsteps uh, that are traced in the beaches and sands of Westeros and the Narrow Sea. And find your ass sat, uh, ears perked up, for HBO's critically acclaimed Game of Thrones. The Stark family has some hot slabs of meat in the lineage, and yet they are they are just wronged at every turn. These seasons are ruthless towards them, and I want a little more respect, you know, for uh, the Kit Harrington, the uh, Richard Madden, whoever plays Father Stark, Eddard, Ned Stark, Mother Stark. Like, damn, these Maisie Williams, <laughs> these bitches are just uh, dealt blow after blow. And then something that I was clueless about this week is the mother, <laughs> uh, the motherboard we call the human body. 
because right when you think you are in tune with her, uh, she laughs at you and throws you a curveball, i.e. this week it was severe dehydration, um, uh, because apparently only taking in liquids such as black coffee and the post-hike day uh, martini uh, it does not suffice for the proper electrolytes and hydrating qualities known uh, to be found in a classic glass of ice water or within a Pedialyte if you need the rapid hydration, which I have been guzzling roughly two liters of a day. And we are just finally coming around the horn 48 hours after uh, a shrimp position over the toilet, dry heaving. Oop, uh, I guess TW if you don't really like throw up but also grow up oh <gasps> um dry heaving bile and liquid into uh the porcelain bowl known as the toilette uh with that i'm gonna throw it over to caroline and see how she wraps this up welcome to the isolated files hookers whores and floozies <laughs> hey hookers and whores give me that mic <laughs> so i'm back in the stoop and if you know where the studio is, that means I am sitting on the floor of my closet back in the studio ready to record. So let's let's talk isolation, huh? Uh, Michael and I are trying this fun new thing, the isolated files, where we get to sit down and hear, not hear each other for the first time ever. <laughs> oh, it's monologue time, baby. So here I go. Something I am feeling first, I guess, clueless about is going off the nerdy track, I guess, uh, Dungeons and Damn Dragons. <laughs> you really think that if you watch a show like Stranger Things, you see four little prepubescent 11-year-olds, Finn Wolfhard looking ass, sitting in their basement, watching, playing, engaging in a riveting game of Dungeons and Dragons. I watch those bitches roll the dice, I say, oh, they're basically playing sorry, right? And uh, you really think you know everything, especially me, a board game aficionado. So then when I hear I have some coworkers that have a Dungeons and Dragons campaign, I immediately make it about myself and I get incredibly offended that I can't join in on their Dungeons and Dragons game. D&D, &D, as the players call it, right? As the board game uh, world calls it. And then... As I'm complaining to everybody and anybody that I'm not included in this Thursday night shenanigans, I come to learn that when you play a Dungeons and Dragons game or campaign, it can be it can be weeks of the same game. And uh, consider me hooked. I want to be in that damn campaign so fucking bad. So little Miss Caroline is figuring out that uh, she's not as a as much of professional Dungeons and Dragoners as she damn thought. And the other day I had a game night with friends and we sat down to uh, play, you guessed it, fucking sorry, sorry. And we sit down to play it. Damn, I don't know the rules of sorry anymore. You have to pull a damn one or two to leave your little safe space. Damn, I uh, that hit home. If I had to pull a one or two every time I had to leave the safe space of my bedroom, I, I would never be leaving. It's impossible. So that's something I'm feeling a little clueless about, and I'm having a little bit of an identity crisis about, because if you know me, I'm, I'm bored gay lady. Whoa. I'm not a bored gay lady? Wait. I'm, yeah, 
you follow. <laughs> My board game aficionado self does not know about the intricacies of both the art of Dungeons and Dragons as well as the art of Sari. So that's something I'm feeling clueless about. What do I have sympathy for? Let's get political, shall we? I'm, I'm feeling bad for us bitches trying to find a career path in this damn economy. The four... Blah, blah. When Michael's not here, I really stumble on my words. And when he's here, I stumble on my words. But let's just blame him. I'm feeling bad for the damn writers. The actors. I have sympathy for them. I see them marching in the streets. They are my people. I salute them. The fuck if I can do anything to help them. But I see you, brothers and sisters, in creative arts. And I salute you. And just the rest of us trying to fucking find a job. Like... I learned that if you don't apply for a job in the first hour it's posted, you are already the 1,001th person in line for that damn job. And there's no way they're fucking getting to your resume and even looking at you when you're 1,000 plus people in line. It's like the damn queue for Taylor Swift fucking tickets. You are nothing to these people. Ticketmaster spits on your grave. And so do these damn employers. And I'm over it. Your resume can be shiny as fuck. You can come off of being in the fucking presidential cabinet. You are not getting hired at Wendy's. Does everybody remember when I didn't get a job at Trader Joe's because I would have fucking rocked that Hawaiian shirt, but the fucking AI didn't scan my resume, or it did and it didn't find the key words, whatever the fuck that's about, and then you end up jobless. So, yeah feeling clueless about fucking board games, having sympathy for the damn workers of the world, the damn workforce, Rosie the Riveter, we can put it, we can, whoa, that's not what she said, we can do it, what did Rosie say, I can't remember if she said you can do it or I need you, I'm confusing Rosie the Riveter with Uncle Sam, either way, birds of a fucking feather in this economy, let's get these bitches booked and blessed, shall we, let's get people on the payroll, yeah, let's, I am I am having a lot of sympathy for those bitches. So, if anybody needs resume help, this isn't an offer of me to help. This is more of an offer of, let me know where you find that assistance, because uh, it's about damn time. My cover letter gets a little polished, huh? And, and ladies and gentlemen, that's my time. I'm seeing the red light in the back saying, your time's up, bitch. Time in the spotlight's done. So, yeah, thanks for coming along on that. Um, test drive, or as Charlie XCX would call it, speed drive. I wonder if Michael's going to think my pitch is okay in that. Yeah, this was fun. The isolated files. I've never felt more alone or crazier speaking into a microphone to nobody in the in my closet. So, this has been the isolated files, beaches. Whoa. See, I'm losing it. I'm losing my mind in isolation. So, See you next week when we return to the to the wonderful world of sanity and sanity in numbers. Sanity with company, as you should say. Um, thanks for listening. Mwah. Ciao.